to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 259, Full Circle. My name is John, and joining me is the only person I would trust to travel with me into eSpace is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, hello. Hey there. I'm flattered. Oh, well, you know. Thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> How are you? How are you doing? I'm I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing all right. Good. Um, we are, what, kind of getting toward the sunset of summer at least in terms of school wise ah yes stuff. yeah the wife is really kind of ramping stuff back up in the classroom the kids aren't ready to think about it just yet and yeah i don't know i think i think everybody at least on the school side of things has agreed yeah they kind of want one more month worth of time off yeah. i don't blame them no i don't either i do not how Sean, are you? <laughs> well, uh, I mean, if uh, anyone can't tell, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I am uh, under the weather. We uh, we finally got hit with the uh, with COVID yeah. about uh, a week ago, right? Yeah. That sounds Just about. Right. I think. Yeah, um, Lauren started not feeling well around. I think the fifteenth. She tested positive on the sixteenth, and then I had symptoms on the eighteenth. So. Uh, yeah. it was, it was pre- right. pretty quick. Um, and yeah, it's been, uh, it's been rough, especially like mm-hmm. the first two days were super rough. Um, mainly, well, the thing about it is it, they wouldn't have been as rough if I had realized like, Hey, don't wear a sweatshirt to bed. Cause you're not cold. You're actually hot. Um, Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, so yeah. that that's my bad. The third night was oh man, it, I slept so well as soon as I figured that out. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I had a fever, I had cold or yeah, chills. Um, yeah. I have a so cough. It sounds still. like it, yep, sounds like it hit you more like a flu. Yeah, it was de- definitely hit me like a flu. That's for sure. Um, cough, runny nose, mm-hmm. all that you know, all the good stuff. Um, all the good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, I'm I, sorry, but I'm, you know, I, uh, you're here still. I'm yes, happy for that. Yes, me too. Uh, <laughs> Lauren, I'm happy to report tested negative this morning. Excellent. So that is great. Yes. Excellent. Very much so. Um, I didn't take a test today, but I tested positive yesterday, and I think I'm on my day six, maybe. Uh, the eight. 18th you said the 18th i started having symptoms i didn't test positive oh, until the okay. morning of the 21st like i was sick i yeah, was feeling true. sick but still able to work on tuesday and wednesday of last week mm-hmm. uh actually that's not true part of wednesday i was like i'm i'm done and then i took friday thursday and friday off yeah but thursday morning yeah. i started i started testing positive so yeah so this is i think your day five yeah one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Definitely. So, I mean, all things considering, I, I we are recording a day later, um, which is great. Um, it's it's been nice to I, I got to watch the the everything in one one sitting today because I didn't work. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go back to work tomorrow. I I'm okay. pretty sure. Um, but yeah, it's been an interesting week and a half. That is for sure. Yeah, that is for sure. But. Yeah. We're doing okay, drinking a lot of tea, having Good. a lot of cough drops. Have you heard of these fishermen's friends? Have you heard of these cough yes, drops? Yes, I have actually, yeah. They're amazing. Yeah. Um, I, a guy that I used to work with, he turned me on to them. He gave me a pack of them, um, and holy crap, uh, they come in different flavors now. The, the original flavor is just like, oh, it's so bad, but it basically numbs your yeah. entire mouth. It's great. Yeah, I remember those. They're very good, so I've been I've been keeping those close by. But uh, yeah, we're we're recovering, we're doing fine, and um, yeah, that's a, that's excellent. It. <laughs> well, may may you continue to mend well. Yeah, thank you, and we'll we'll get through this. I got the mute button, folks, just in case. But bear <laughs> bear with us. Yep, it's it's, it's like um, Taylor's allergy seasons, but the exactly. other way other way around. 
Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, what's making us happy this fortnight? I guess uh, I'll just go first and say I'm feeling better, so that's fine. Excellent. Uh, yeah. Um, and uh, that's it for me. That's honestly okay. it. Nothing has happened. <laughs> well, you didn't binge a whole lot of shows or anything? No, I just played the show a lot, and I actually also played this game called Outriders, which is a lot of fun. No, I, okay. didn't, I didn't binge a lot of shows, which is very dumb. I'm super behind on wrestling, so I could have done that, and of course I didn't do that at all, but yeah, oh well. It's okay. You needed to rest. Yeah. That's all right. Yes. That's all right. Well, over here, and I'm kind of just sort of keeping an ear out to make sure that you know none of the kids have popped up, not only... Do we have tickets for Silicon SJ? Oh, uh, the the San Jose, basically, you know, the SJCC. Yeah, I, sort of. Yes, they like giving it its own name, I suppose. Right. Um, uh, the last weekend in August in San Jose, um, but I've made sure to get a photograph and autograph signing for each of the kids with Adam Savage. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Oh. We have been on a big Mythbusters binge around here lately. Oh, love it. Um, yes. Uh, and at one point <laughs> last week, putting Baron to bed. Yeah, I forget what we were talking about. But he just goes, Adam Savage is like my idol. <laughs> my my kid is a, is, is a total maker. Love it. Always coming up with ideas and stuff. And so I, I've been wanting to read his book, Every Tool is a Hammer, since yes. it came out. But I honestly didn't want to kick down for a hardback. Yes, yeah. I realize I'm being cheap. I get it. Um, and I was like, oh, yeah, I still haven't picked that up. And I'm like, you know what? But the kids are going to want to read it. I better order the paperback rather than the Kindle version. Yeah. So I, I think I burned through it in like four days. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's a super easy read, really. I mean, it's a great book. Um, and I just handed it off to Perrin to start reading. And he's like, he's only gotten through the introduction. He's like, oh, my God, I love this book so much. I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> nice. That's great. Nice. Yeah, and I think uh, um, I think, I think Coda's going to be wearing a cosplay that uh, uh, they've been working on. You oh, know, cool. We go. So, yeah, there's it's going to be all five of us going and i I think it's going to be a lot of fun oh that's going to be very excited about that very cool love to hear it that is making me happy great oh man that's so exciting yeah i can't wait for that report i'm I'm excited about that yep uh two episodes from now i think we'll be uh no wait three episodes from now sorry yeah about the calendar all right well uh we have a, a decent amount of who news and we, do. we uh we 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 got what we thought we were going to be getting last episode but we got it this time around so take it away that's right yeah hey finally at last we have our first block of guests announced for gallifrey one 2023 all right and amongst them include colin baker old 60 himself yeah we've got janet janet fielding and sophie aldred both of whom we will end up seeing in the centenary special yes very very cool uh we have second doctor companions wendy padbury and fraser hines yay we have the man who's playing the second doctor for big finish michael troughton yes that is very very cool yep uh we've got costume designer ray holman love it yep classic who uh actor and stuntman Derek martin uh richard price who's done a lot of uh modern who um what monster characters cybermen sea devils that kind of thing Ooh, okay yeah i got a few people playing cybermen we also got simon carew gary russell coming obviously um fan of hydration tony lee yeah friend of the show paul cornell excellent love it love it i love can it. say that uh we've got jody hauser lisa mcmullen uh john dorney uh lisbeth miles oh who has uh written for big finish uh, and I believe also, if I'm not mistaken, does a podcast with Paul Cornell about the Hammer series of horror movies oh. in the 60s, which I keep wanting to check out. I keep forgetting to do that. Um, animator and graphic designer Rob Ritchie. Um, and let's see who 
else. Matthew Jacobs, Vanessa Uili. Uili didn't do a terrible job of pronouncing that. I apologize. <laughs> David and Samantha Howe, Jason Hay Ellery of Big Finish. And so far, that is our first block of guests. All right. Love it. Very excited for that. Yes. Very, very uh, cool. Well, you would think looking around uh, at Who News lately that uh, we've all, we're all focused on the RTD2 era, but there's still a centenary special to come. Um, yes. Probably middle October. That's, that's my best guess. Um, but uh, composer Suguna Akinola has confirmed that the centenary special uh, will be the end of his work with Doctor Who. Oh. Leaving the door open for who knows. Yes, indeed. Who knows? <laughs> Marie Gold colon the return. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. Yep. Um, producer Nikki Wilson says that the uh, centenary special will be a crazy high stakes adventure. Ooh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I it's it's. I would think right now there would be a greater upwelling of like stuff to get excited about for this, but no, we have little tidbits of it's going to be a crazy high stakes adventure. Yeah. And then the article also says, although Wilson has moved on to producing a different show and uh, she hasn't seen the final cut of the special, it was really important. Like, <laughs> Jody gets send off. She tells Dr. Who magazine, she's been phenomenal. We really wanted to do it justice with a really thrilling high stakes journey. She feels like they've delivered that. The visual effects are huge, but she still hasn't seen the final thing. So I feel like they did reshoots today as well, right? Or yesterday? I feel like um, I saw something about that. For the centenary or no, for, for some of the specials? For some I, of the specials. Yeah, I did see a slate that Rachel Talalay uh, shared. So I think, I think there has been a little bit of something. But I did also see, remember, uh, I think last time we recorded, you were like, is this the new logo? Oh yes, she confirmed that is not the new logo. Mm. They just they just grabbed a font and stuck it on there because the new logo hasn't been released yet. Oh, right there you go. There you go. Let's see. Um. Oh, a um. Do you remember back in the old days, like when I introduced you to Doctor Who, the Doctor Who Confidential show? Um, I remember it. I don't actually think I ever watched it. I think they were actually included on the DVDs, which is why, folks, I still think it's important to buy physical media. Mm. Um, but good news, coming 2023, a Doctor Who Confidential style behind-the-scenes Doctor Who spinoff show will be airing, uh, said to be titled Doctor Who Unleashed. Oh. I guess I guess we're not we're not getting, you know, the confidential information no, anymore. No, it's all it's unleashed. Just taking the chains off, and I don't know. All right, so, whatever. Yes, I'll be I'll be excited for that. I'm, yeah, I always love behind the scenes stuff. Let's let's go. I'm down. Let's go. And and speaking of reasons to buy physical media, is you never know where your favorite show might be streaming next. <laughs> and there is, I mean, I guess I'll technically call this kind of a rumor, but there are reports that Disney is in talks with the BBC to stream Doctor Who on Disney Plus of all things. Well, I mean, if you recall, I feel like this isn't that big of a stretch because I wasn't there going. Didn't Disney want to do a Doctor Who movie back in the day? I think that's very possible. I feel like they wanted to do it, but I can't. 1975. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was. It's funny because the 70s were just kind of coming to mind. I'm like, maybe. Yeah. But yes. Yeah. It does I, ring a bell. I feel like there was a, a moment in time. When they wanted to do a movie, I just can't. I'm trying to find it. And now the thing that's not great about it is now that, you know, I just searched Disney Doctor Who. Um, all this is coming up. All of this is coming up, which is fine. Yeah, it is fine. And and, and quite honestly, I mean, if you think about it, you know, if, if you want to try to kind of target the show to a younger audience who may not have been exposed to it yet. You're not going to do it on HBO max. No, you're going to do it on Disney plus. I mean, I'm down. Oh, I'm totally down. Like we already have Disney plus. It's going to be a lot, you know, easier to, you know, show it to my kids now, at least. Cause I want to actually have to just pull the DVDs out. We could just be like, boom, just fire up Disney plus. Come on guys, let's go. Man. I wish I could find this. Cause I do remember, remember they were talking about it. Um, I, like I said, I seem to recall that too. 
at some point. I don't really remember the de- the the details about it. And don't go looking at that article of unmade Doctor Who things because oh, you'll be I there won't. all night. Yeah, I know. It's probably there. Yeah, too, that's probably where it is. Find it after the episode. All right, fine. fine. I promise. I, I promise. A um, little bit of sad news. We haven't had any uh, passings to talk about in quite some time, but uh, just yesterday, the other day, David Warner. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he played he played an unbound doctor for Big Finish. He also played Professor Grishenko in Cold War. He has passed away at the age. Yeah, of super sad. Totally. Oh, unbound doctor. Totally. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's another another thing we can't look at. It will be yeah, here forever. It's, it's like a whole alternate universe yeah. of doctors. Yeah, I know. I, I have not dipped my toe in those waters yet, but I I'm very intrigued by it. Oh boy. Yep. Although speaking of Big Finish, uh, I did just see today, so I threw it in here last minute. Coming this September, you can hear Tenant team up with three classic companions. Oh, in a new Big Finish adventure, including Ace. Oh wow! I know Ace and Ten. That's great. Uh, we also have uh, Sarah Sutton as oh, Nissa cool. and with Jameson as Leela. Oh wow! That's going to be fun. Yeah. I know. I'm like, mm, this could be really interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to check this one out. Yeah, absolutely. And as always, we've got links to all that in the show notes. Yeah, perfect, perfect, perfect. All right, we got to stop getting distracted by Disney stuff. It's... I know it's so easy. Well, this week we watched Full Circle, starring Tom Baker as the Doctor, Lala Ward as Ramana, John Leeson as K9, and introducing Matthew Waterhouse as Adric. It was written by Andrew Smith and directed by Peter Grimwade. It first aired October 25th through November 15th, 1980. And it is the third story of our lesser watched season 18. We're making it through, folks. Making we it are. <laughs> and uh, we have a, uh, I'll say, a, a slew of story notes brought to us by mm-hmm. the fine folks over at TARDIS Wikia. Indeed, yeah, Alzarius, the planet Alzarius, occupies the same coordinates as Gallifrey in E-Space. E-Space. And I'm not quite sure if that makes it parallel Gallifrey. I'm kind of trying to wrap, wrap my head around that. I don't know. It, it, it's, there's a, there is a lot uh, that could go on yeah. within that. Yeah. Um, anyway, the working title for this story was, and I kind of like this one, The Planet That Slept. Okay. I, I don't, I I mean, don't it hate sounds that. Cool. Yeah, it sounds cool. It sounds cool. Um, here's one that I never knew before. Adric's name was suggested by script editor Christopher Bidmead as an anagram of the last name of eminent physicist Paul Dirac, mm. D-I-R-A-C, uh, who in 1930 was the first to predict the existence of antimatter. Oh, okay. That's clever. I like that. Yep. Yep. Um, Bernard... Padden, not Ben Padden, who is a friend of the show and of Game of Rassilon and a generally all-around funny guy. Yes. Just to differentiate the two, because I saw P-A-D-D-E-N, and I'm like, wait, it's... Oh, no, wait, it's not. It's spelled differently. Anyway, he auditioned for Adric, but lost out because of his strong northern accent. Oh, no. At the time, it was felt that an extraterrestrial character shouldn't have a distinctive accent. Instead, he appears as Tylos. Yes. All right. Yep. In uh, Andrew Smith's original outline, the adventure uh, involved the TARDIS landing on the planet Elzarius, where monstrous marshmen rise from the swamps during the time of Mistfall. As the Doctor and Romana explore, a space freighter crash lands on Elzarius, and the time travelers must help its crew repair the ship while fending off the marshmen and gigantic, probably kind of goofy-looking, cave-dwelling spiders. Yes. Uh, They're aided by a young marsh child. Marsh, Marsh Child. Okay. S-H-C-H Blend. Yeah, oh folks, boy. Yeah. Who has been rejected, yes, by the rest of her kind due to her pacifist nature. In the end, the Marsh Child sacrifices herself to keep the Doctor and Romana safe until the mists vanish and the Marshmen retreat to the swamps. Huh. Uh, I don't hate that. I don't either. I think actually, that actually might have been better. I, well, yeah, I think you can make a case for that. <laughs> Um, Adric's introductory story here sees him lose his brother. Spoilers. Um, in real life, Matthew Waterhouse's brother committed suicide when his proposal was rejected. Wait, what? <clears throat> when his what? 
Oh, I'm just I'm taking the note. Yeah. Oh no. Okay. I I was yeah. like, wait. When what proposal? I get it. When he proposed to someone he wanted to marry, and they so. said no, and then he I killed. So. Wow. Yeah. Yikes. I know. Never knew that. I didn't know that either. Jeez. Never knew that. Yeah. Ugh. Originally, Adric's uh, injured knee was mended by a spray that the doctor provides, and then it's what it's just magically healed, right? It's yeah, it's something about e-space I think it's something about e- either e-space or how they've kind of um evolved a little mm. bit living on this planet because we find out they've been there a little bit longer than they thought they've been oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that makes sense yeah yeah um this this last one we will talk about in detail because i did see a picture of it in, in your part of the show notes uh tom baker attempted a few ad-libs such as making dog say. noises when he had canine's head in his hands <laughs> Andrew Smith was furious, and Peter Grimwade had a word with Baker. Wow. Furious. <laughs> Apparently. Furious at the dog noises, at the most I, ridiculous look, looking I, thing I've seen. I very rarely edit the notes that I get from TARDIS Wikia. Occasionally, I will change a word just because it's a Britishism, and I don't always speak in Britishism. Yes. <laughs> um, but I did not edit that one. It did say furious. I kept furious. There you go. Well, I know one thing that you speak in is synopsis or synopsi. Synopsi? Synopsis. Synopsis. Anyway, Taylor, you have a world-famous synopsis for us, so take it away. Yes, indeed. The Dr. Romana and K-9, while on their way to Gallifrey one day, hit a bit of a detour. They end up on Alzarius, which really I'm still wrapping my head around the idea that maybe it's a parallel Gallifrey. Anyway, where the locals are busy procrastinating, I mean fixing their crystal ship, getting it ready for embarkation. When the Alzarian equivalent of budget sea devils decide to turn on the fog (laughs) machines, all manner of heck breaks loose and a bunch of stuff ends up happening. Look, it feels like we've been here before, but we've only gone full circle. Oh, get me out of this circle. Taylor, how did you feel... About full circle, like your overall I, thoughts here. I'd, I'd rather be caught in a time loop from the previous story. Uh, How about that? Fair, fair. Talking of going full circle. Look, this was this 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 was a story. Mm-hmm. This was a story. I don't know that it'll ever end up on my list of recommended stories that people like absolutely positively have to watch. Yeah, ah, uh, this was fine. Um. <laughs> It felt a little uh, disjointed at, par- at, at parts. It kind of felt like, uh-huh. oh, they're your ancestors. It felt like very much like an afterthought. Yep. Um, I mean, at, <sighs> Adric's entire race, that just apparently it's just something genetic where they're just all annoying. Yes. Um, yes. Although I, I, I must confess, after a while, I started to think that Adric's brother... Uh, was one of the members of Wonderwall of uh, Oasis, <laughs> of Wonderwall the cover band. Oh, yes, yes, exactly right. I'm just I'm seeing that unibrow, and I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh I my mean, gosh. like I didn't feel anything for any of these characters. Yeah, um, not really. Like Adric's brother dies, and like I'm like that sucks, but no one else really seems to think it sucks that much, including Adric. Yeah, he's just kind of like, well, he's dead. I get his. I get his. Well, uh, and. His rope belt. Yes, I, I get his merit badges. Yeah, basically. Um, and and we've got this guy Logan, whose daughter is you know one of this like I can't really call him a gang. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just, I, like here's the thing: it's an insult to gangs calling them a gang. Yeah, but the thing is, like, what were they? How um, were they different and, from the other? Did they just want to? They didn't want to work. Is that what it is? Were, they were antisocials. I don't know. Yeah, I I didn't get that. And then like they get caught s- trying to steal food. Oh, they're terrible at it. Um, every single one of them, it's like they've never done it before. Yeah. Um, but then they so they get into the TARDIS. Yada yada yada. They get into the TARDIS. Um, and then they're immediately captured on the ship and then brought to like yep. trial. And they're like, they're yep. gonna execute us. And I'm like, for what? <laughs> like, what did Not you guys do for embarkation? Yeah, I, I guess. Like, I, I'm just very, it's, very confused. No, here. I, I totally get it, though. I totally get it because it's not. We don't 
start with this understanding of, you know, this entire society like is working with the singular goal, but the singular goal has become like tradition at this point, right? Yeah. We just have to keep this illusion up because as we later find out, no one knows how to fly the damn ship. Yeah. Yes. Which, which is, is that is that is so good. Where it's, where it's just like they have all these binders. They're the most organized yes. religion, or not? I don't. I don't want to call them a religion. It's kind of become a religion, though. Well, yeah, and you have right. the. It's okay to say that you have the three the three people who deciders. are in charge, the deciders, and you have the top guy who has the secret knowledge. Yes, he has seen the um, drink more oval team. He's seen the secret. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's 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 got the decoder ring. Yeah, basically. Um, yeah, he's seen the system files. Is what it is. Yeah, he's seen the system files. He he knows how to bring up a command line prompt now um, or something. The thing that I thought was going to happen because they're like, well, we all know how everything. We know how to fix everything, except we don't know how to fly the ship. I thought that Adric was going to fly the ship. Because we know that he can apparently fly a ship, granted, toward a planet, not away from a planet. <laughs> yes. I thought, oh, well, this is where Adric be- proves his usefulness. And they're like, oh, be, be our, dis- our decider. And he's like, no, nah, I don't want to. I'm going to go with the doctor. But that doesn't even happen. He's, he doesn't even go with the no. doctor here. No, he doesn't, actually. This is why it's the E-Space trilogy. Yeah. We're in E-Space for a little while. Um and and I mean, we don't even need to come back to my point of like Logan apparently having no feeling for leaving his daughter outside the ship. No, my when daughter's the lost. starts. You know, I'm like, be a little bit more distraught over that, dude. Like, she may be like, you know, uh, like a layabout. I don't know who we who knows. We don't know hooligans. Whatever, whatever they are. Yeah, she's she's a hooligan. They listened to Operation uh, Ivy once, and now they're crazy. That, I don't know. Shaw, I tell you, man, those those Op <laughs> Ivy kids. Uh, and, uh, 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 he's not even distraught. It's like, uh, okay, well, I guess go ahead and close the door. Well, I got a cool job now. Yep. I got a quilted jacket. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, everyone seems very unfeeling and they don't really care about anything that's happening. It's yeah. I, I think, I don't think that was necessarily intentional. I mean, I see how you could actually weave that into the story. Yeah. Like I could see where you could make that the thing, and it's like everybody's just so focused on the ship and preparing it that that kind of personal connection, that, that quote unquote humanity. Yeah, we don't know if these are human descendants or what, but you know that 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 sense of community and belonging kind of disappears because it's all in service. Yes, to the ship, like the ship, is almost the object of worship. Yeah. It's, um, but the ship itself, I tell you from the outside looks wild. Um, I agree. And I kind of wish we'd seen more of it. Um, it looked like somebody took some time to design that, but yeah, I know. I mean, I wish, I wish I'd seen more of it. I, I can't, I can't imagine it's the most aerodynamic shape for within the atmosphere, but if it literally is a star liner, then we're not worried about it. <laughs> no, we're not. I mean, it's, it's just sitting there, just sitting there ha- yep. having a good time and <laughs> That's that's it. It's ah, man. I feel like like at the top when you said like the originals original story where they um they land there and then another um oh the ship crashes. yeah a sp- another spaceship crashes and they have to help it that way. That makes it feel like a little more like oh this this is pretty crazy. I'm I'm in on this, but this is kind of just like I don't know. Um, it's Everything feels like an afterthought. I think is is it's like oh here are these here's this this race of people and then oh well they can't just hang out and be cool they gotta have some hooligans. What are the hooligans here for? I don't know. They're just they're just here. But well then what else happens? And it's like well bugs are in the food. I don't I don't like. And also <laughs> if you think about that like. Did they ever explain the connection between these spiders and the marshmen? Do they explain that? I genuinely don't recall. I uh, that is not something that that was either like thoughtfully explained or it was just kind of hand waved because 
I mean, Romana gets bit by this spider, and then she gets crazy green screen tattoos on her face. Oh, yeah, it's like she's gone to, like, the, the, the face painting booth at the fair. Yes, and then she seemingly just helps the marsh marshmen. Yes, right, because she's kind of being... I don't know if mind-controlled is the right term for it. I think it might be the best term for it. I mean, I think so. Um, And yeah, she helps the Marshmen get into the Crystal Ship. Um, Those of you with the doors stuck in your head right now, I'm sorry about that. Um, it's a song. But but yeah, (laughs) the the actual, like, through line of how 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 that's all connected isn't really laid out there, clearly. Yeah. let's talk about the marshman for a second yes because there's there's also just like another element of the marshman it's it's so weird because like they're passive but they're not and but they are it's like really weird oh yeah where where they at first were dragging people under see what i thought happened was the 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 marsh or the whatever you want to call it I thought there was some sort of like transformation stuff going on where they were pulling, oh, where it was pulling uh-huh. people under. And then when it had enough people, they came up as marshmen. I don't, but that's not the case. No, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm, oh man. Geez. That's what I originally I... thought. And then it was kind of like, well, who are these marshmen? And then at the end, it's like, oh, they're your ancestors. Yeah. And Bob's your uncle. Um, pretty much it's so yeah they're oh my god there's just there's so much to kind of digest with the marshmen one possibly some of the worst costumes i've seen they're pretty bad they um, are pretty bad and i tried Black real hard zombies. i tried real hard to be like well maybe these aren't that bad um but no they're they're pretty they're they're not they're not good um, no, it, it really is one of those things where if somebody says, oh, yeah, 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 it's Doctor Who, it's a guy in a rubber suit, this is what you should picture. This is literally what it is. Um, it is literally the most rubbery of rubber suits. Yeah, um, I don't even know how to describe what it looks like. It's It, it looks like, you know what, I nope, I got it. What? Okay, are you ready? You ready for this? Oh. Yes, hit me with it. You obviously remember Stretch Armstrong. I do. Do you remember his? He had a villain, um, and the villain's name was. I'm looking it up right now. It was Vacman. Oh wow! And Vacman, I had this toy and I loved it. You could, like, oh my gosh, you could stretch him, but you could, he had on the side of his head he had a little vac thing, so you could suck all the air out of him. So he looked like bumpy. Oh, yes. And you could stretch him and he, would, and he would stay stretched. That's mm-hmm. what the body okay. looks like of this. Okay. And I'll, then here's, I don't know what the face looks like at all. It almost looks like I don't even I don't even want to take a guess, honestly. It it's it's almost kind of like oh man, it's almost kind of like wet cabbage. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like, like if Wet Cabbage decided to like try and grow a mustache. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I don't. I was gonna yeah. descri- I was gonna compare their their outfits. Like, if you took like your standard rubber chicken. <laughs> yes. And 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 scaled it up, right? So that like all the chicken skin, all the bumps were kind of. You know, yeah. the appro- more human size, and then just paint it kind of flesh colored. Yes, absolutely. That's kind of what that looks like. That's and what I would say. Their faces, I don't understand. It almost looks like like they have this green, f- like flat part over their nose, mm-hmm. and it just doesn't make any sense. No, that's kind of why I compared it to wet cabbage. Yeah, it's it's very it's I don't I don't know. These are probably yeah. These are probably the worst I've seen. Oh, and they make they make these crazy sounds. Yeah, I would love to know where they pulled those sound effects from. I, I would too, honestly, and I didn't see anything in the notes about that. Um, but yes, I feel I feel like their motivations are inconsistent. Yeah, it's like oh, here we're gonna, we're going to attack these guys who are harvesting our melons. Yeah, and then like, but then like we're going to 
you know, go all doe-eyed for the doctor. Yes, the doctor they're fine with for whatever uh, reason. And then when... Well, he's nice to them. Well, yeah, I mean, that's true. But, I mean, they don't... They seem very just docile in general, but everywhere, every time else, even when they're, like, supposed to... It's like, oh, no, they're, they've entered our ship... Uh, and they have sticks and stuff that I don't really feel like they I think they kill one guy and it's by accidentally like pushing him down the stairs or something. I, it just feels very like they didn't mean to do it, but they also kind of look like yeah. peanut brittle. They also. Yeah, <laughs> they do also kind of look, they look like, like peanut, peanut brittle. brittle. Tasty, tasty marshmallow. Jeez. Um, yeah. So their motives seem kind of all over the place. Um, and then like just the end again, just to be like, Oh, they're your ancestors. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. I don't know. Yeah. Cause um, it, it, it turns out that they've, I think, I think they've been there for 40,000 generations yes. instead of like 40 generations. Yeah. <clears throat> There's a lot of looking in microscopes at some like badly color adjusted, uh, stock footage. Yes. Of something squiggling about on a slide. Yeah. And even when they change it out, it looks like the exact same thing. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Marshmallow. Um, yeah. Marshmallow. But I think at one point they, what? At one point they get into the TARDIS. At one point they, I think, surround the TARDIS. I think at one point they make the TARDIS disappear. I don't think, do they ever actually get into the TARDIS, the Marshmen? I feel like our well, hooligans at, do. Well, yes, they do. And honestly, the idea of four teenagers trying to pilot a TARDIS, we are so screwed. Yeah. Um, as, you know, Adric decides to flip the wrong switch. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, at one point, um, um, Adric and the Doctor run into Romana's room, which is, wow, Romana's room. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love it. Um, and, and everything's kind of turned over. And, yes. and I believe Adric oh, blames the Marshman. Right, like they had come in and taken her. Yeah. But I don't think, I feel like that's just her being taken over by the thing. I think you're right. Now because, that I, think, I mean, now that I look back on it. Adric already off to a bad start. Um, oh, he's boy. He's lied, stealed, stolen. Uh, what else has he done? Um, he, what is he? Uh, there's some stuff. And, 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 like, he had, this, and he had no problem. Stealing. He even says to the doctor. Yes. Did you take that? The little like image translator thing. And he's like, well, yeah. Yeah. His yeah. stealing's okay. Yes. Sometimes. Yeah. I will say the okay. intro of how he gets into the TARDIS is pretty cool. I like that where they're trying to figure out what's going on. And Romano's uh -huh. like, I heard something. And then it's like, she opens the door, but we don't see her open the door. And Adric's just there and he passes out. I'm like, that's, that was cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, um, that was a cool way to introduce this character, but it's kind of like he almost feels like an afterthought. Like he doesn't really feel like he's this is going to be our our new guy, right now. <clears throat> since he doesn't join the TARDIS right now in this episode, you know, maybe that was a little intentional. Maybe just to kind of be like, oh, we're introducing this kid, and you know, is he a companion? Is he not a companion? Oh, I guess he's left at the end of the episode. Oh, I guess not. Oh, but look, he comes back in a little bit. Hey, yeah. now he is. I don't know. I will. I, don't know. I will say every person on this planet dresses like an NPC. Wow, isn't that the truth? Every person is just a background character doing their job. Yep. Let's put them all in kind of like pastel-ish colors, yeah. and I don't know what those are, ballet slippers or something. Um, oh, and and let's 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 also recognize that if you decide to go swimming in just your NPC trunks, oh yeah, um, they they get kind of see through. Yeah, they do. That was uh, that was just like that was something. Some of these dudes like wrestling in the water, and I was like, oh, yeah. okay, okay, hey, you know, yeah, that's what y'all want to do. I mean, <laughs> I I'm I'm not here to judge. NPCs can do whatever they want, honestly. It, well, they're NPCs. Yeah, very much. Planet of you know, the NPCs. That's, the, that's what this should have been called. <laughs> yes, that's right. Not the planet that slept. No. Well, maybe it does sleep until you, as a main character, yes, you come into it. The NPCs yes. wake up. Absolutely. Um, the life of an NPC. Man, I'm trying to think. There's like a bunch of stuff Adric does that's just kind of like 
doomed from the beginning. It's like, did they really, were they wanting us to like this character? I, I really would be interested to hear the discussion of like, okay, we're going to introduce a new companion on the show, you know, and, and, you know, we're going to design this character and we're going to come up with it. Like whoever was tasked with coming up with Adric, did they really just not want to come up with someone? I don't know. I just, I, I don't know either. Like because we do, we even do right from the get go. Right. Yeah. And I mean, we do get the characteristics. He's good. He's good with math. Um, he's good with math. Uh, that's he, he knows math. That's pretty much the only thing. Yeah. Um, he knows, he knows so much math. It's maths. Yes. It's many. And he has an I, award for it. I, yes, he does. Yes. A he didn't star. get a gold star. He got a blue star. Yeah. He got a blue star. Oh, Oh wait, um, yeah. Uh, wow. Listen to all night with the Living Geeks people. Um, yeah, we'll be talking about Blue Star soon. I don't know, man. This uh, uh, this was fine. I, it just it was. like it was a story. I'm trying to think if there's yeah, anything he gets else. His head knocked off. Oh, the oh, okay. That was the most violent thing they did. I feel it really was. I was like, dang, they just yep. knocked K9's head off. Yep. After his triumphant K9 music happened. I know. Oh, hey, the music. Oh, my gosh. Music was fun. The music uh, in this music in this was really funny. I got a very, like, Douglas Adams, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, like the BBC miniseries. Yes. Kind of vibe off the synth in this episode. Oh, absolutely. In story. Um, so, yes. I'm glad you mentioned that because I did want to bring that up. So good. Yep. I'm trying to think there's anything. Oh, I oh, gotta say, I in episode mm. four or three, yeah. when is it? It's is it Logan? What's the um, the newest decider? Yes, yes, Logan. Who I'm really upset. I really don't see him run in this episode at all. No, uh, so, Logan's run. Yes, so he yeah. he says um, at the beginning of episode three, he, since he's an NPC, he says, "I have a side quest for you. Um, <laughs> help me find my daughter, and I'll help you find his ship." Or I'll oh, help you yes. find your ship. And then his ship I'll appears and his daughter yeah. appears. And I was like, yes. that's funny. I I just really, <laughs> that, that I was like, that's so funny. I love it. Yeah, that, that was good. I did. I did like that part a lot. Um, you know, and then the, the, there, there is a point I will admit where the doctor gets like really angry with, with the deciders when he figures out that you know because he notices he's like why are they replacing these parts these parts yeah. are like brand new you know and he willful procrastination and i'm like oh i feel seen <laughs> uh, but yes and and speaking of episode three uh the the whole doctor telling the ad adric the adric wow <laughs> the adric the doctor telling adric to cross his fingers oh yeah and, and he does everything except cross his fingers the way that we know how to cross his fingers until the very end. And that was, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Like that. Uh, um, yep. Yeah. I don't really have a lot, a lot here. My, <laughs> one of my last notes is, Oh no, Adric's brother who definitely had a name. Yep. <laughs> yep. And I think my note, my note was, Oh no, Adric's brother. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? I just realized what, the sound that the marshmen makes reminds me of. They sound like squealing pigs. Ah, that's what they sound like to me. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. Taylor, I tried one of those cherry fisherman friends and it is not. Yeah. Good. How was it? No, it's no. bad. No. Is it a mixture of cherry and fish? No, God, no, sorry. It's not, it's not that bad. It's, I mean, I could see this like clear in my, I'm like, my throat feels fine when I'm eating eating this but uh it, the cherry is not a cherry that i care for mm. oh well Bummer. we tried yep yep we tried just like I, I we think... tried to watch this episode, these episodes exactly and you know what i think really gets me and i'll, I'll make this kind of like my last <clears throat> my last statement mm. on full circle i think this entire alzarian culture has a lot of like learned helplessness right yeah like they can't make decisions on their own yes right it's like oh decider tell me what to do I, I i can't do anything because i can't yeah and and it's 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 that 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 they've had generations and generations to 
developed this culture and it's an entire culture of learned helplessness and it just kind of pissed me off yeah because i can't stand that yeah behavior in people and i'm like yeah i don't want to encounter these people ever again <laughs> oh man woof yeah. yeah woof woof well uh let's um let's hit some buttons before we uh before we say anything else here all right i've got all the machinery i need stand back all right let's try and think here um i mean our marshmen uh see here's the thing they they just enter through a door that's open for them if there was any bashing yes. of the door we would have got some points there yeah um, obviously canine gets his head knocked off canine getting his head knocked off <laughs> is out of control yeah so that's that's um, goes on there for sure Lots I mean, of river fruit just gets dropped and I presume bruised because no one's good being a thief. Yes. Yes. Uh, Dexeter. Yes. We don't really talk about Dexeter, but he is about to kind of very creepily experiment yes. on a marshman, but he ends up getting choked out and the marshman absolutely wrecks the dude's lab. Yeah, he does. Oh, yeah. The, the marshman does go like bull in a china shop. Totally. Very much. Which he goes. Mythbusters busted that one, but anyway. I am beginning surgery. Yep. And then he uh, he's choked to death rather hilariously. He has to help the Marshman find yes. his throat to choke. Yes, it's over is, here. Yeah. Uh, I know, those eye holes are terrible. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, that lab gets wrecked. Yeah, um, and, and pretty much most all of episode three and four is kind of, you know, the Marshman in the in the ship and there's yeah but you know like when people come close quarters with them they don't really do anything they just are like "Uh oh let's sneak around them even though they can see us also the uh let's shoot them with um more oxygen oxygen. yes that that just felt so lazy to me and the (laughs) and the 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 little oxygen tanks were just you could tell they were like barely working uh yeah. yeah it was it was not yeah. great i mean uh, kudos for non-lethal well was it non-lethal did they kill them or just as far as i know i don't think it killed them yeah i think it just they were like no i can't breathe even more oxygen yeah <clears throat> um yeah i don't think there's really uh oh that one guy gets killed and they do go into like the uh the main chambers and they open a bunch of three ring binders and throw them all over the place this is true while this school's out for summer plays in the background. Um, <laughs> oh, somebody recut that. Somebody recut that to that music for us. Um, that would be awesome. I'm fine with giving this like a four. I think a four is fine. Okay. Yeah. Let's stick yeah, with you a four. Were a little higher. That was, I, was, I was a little bit closer to a three. All right. That's fair. But look, I mean, when, when you just like a little robot dog comes up to you and it's like, I don't want this thing to talk anymore. And you don't kindly ask it not to talk you just pop its head off that's uh that feels very duggan-esque to me okay that's yeah i mean that's fair but i mean that's that's <laughs> really that's like the one that's like the one thing I would, yeah I, I would also argue the sentimental factor over canine is probably pumping that number up a little bit yeah yeah but that's that's fair it's canine we love canine yes we do all right i'm hitting more buttons here do it Gathering close, it's time for the behind the scale. <laughs> All right, Taylor, how frightened do you think people would be? Uh, well, yeah, not at all. All right, great. Not, uh, I mean, really. No, oh, yeah. The Marshman, you, you can see where the suits actually let me rephrase that you can see where the actors inside the suits want to bend but the suits don't want to bend. <laughs> yes yeah um the spiders you can i mean you can basically see how they were made yeah yeah i mean it's it's yeah i'm i'm almost surprised you can't see the string pulling them along yeah oh well and that's not to say that's not to say that i think they look horrible no 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 they 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 look like toy spiders yeah they don't look like spiders no uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, Planet of the NPCs. Yeah, pretty much. That's, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. 
All right. I, I, I do hold out hope for the future, though. Ah, the future, which would be next time. Yes. And we are watching State of Decay. That's a great title. Uh, I know. Yeah, that's amazing. Starring Tom Baker as the Doctor, Lala Ward as Ramana, John Leeson as the voice of K-9, and a bunch of vampires. It's written by Terrence Dix and directed by Peter Moffat. I am uh, I'm excited. So we're still in we're still in uh eSpace here? We're still in eSpace. Okay. Uh we're in eSpace for this story and uh the story after it. Okay. All right. And look, I mean we've got Terrence Dix doing the writing. Like I said, I got high hope. All right. Well then. Okay. Until then, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice. And you can follow Taylor on Twitter at BusBuddha71. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Uh, just search Podcastica. Please rate and review us as well. You can also find us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Uh, if you want to purchase any of our merchandise, head on over to shop.spreadshirt.com slash N-O-T-L-G. That is shop.spreadshirt.com slash N-O-T-L-G, or if you just want to donate monetarily, patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Also, uh, we're still, uh, you know, COVID's still a thing. I don't know how I know that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, let's um, let's try and keep our, our local shops in business during these, these trying times. And uh, I feel like it's getting worse, and I feel like there's also monkeypox. So, um, yeah. There's just a bunch of diseases. Uh, let's uh, let's stay indoors and support our local shops any way we can. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. by buying from them, uh, getting getting stuff delivered to your house, uh, retweeting their stuff, letting other people know about their great services. You know, just help them out. Okay, so that is it for us this time. Join us again next time when we talk about the states of decay and we'll see you guys then see ya i thought that adric was gonna fly the ship because we know that he can apparently fly a ship granted toward a planet not away from a planet <laughs> yes